My name is Wazir. My name is John Muhammad. And this is the Business Building Blocks Podcast. How you doing today? I'm fantastic. What about yourself? I'm doing beautiful. I'm actually very excited because we are in a brand new studio. Uh, the Media Block. That's right. And this, the Media Block is a, is a place. They have a pod block, which we're in right now. They have a, a PR block. Mm-hmm. They have a live block where they do live shows and events. And uh, it's just a very nice place. If you're doing anything in media, you can come here and get it all done. And, and most importantly, you can get it done with your people, you know? Yeah, that's right. So we are very excited about that. We are very happy to be here. And shout out to everybody who's watching live on Facebook. We are also going live on YouTube. So we're trying to expand the show for y'all. We, we, we've been happy with everybody who's been tuning in every week. And we're just trying to expand and do it on another level. So that's that's what it's about, the business building blocks. It's all about building. That's right. So what did you want to get into today? This episode, since we moved from the plush area, what's the area? The Heights. The Heights. Right, right. Houston, Texas, if anybody uh, familiar with it, that's the west side of town. It's more affluent. We was in a... Uh, a white-owned studio, state-of-the-art studio. Um, we're not going to mention the, the studio we was with, but we are we we going black. Right. We're going black. So now we are excited to say we are recording in a black-owned and operated studio. Absolutely. There's design for podcasting and film. Uh, videos, they do video, and the name of the company is The Media Block. Located at 6023 South Loop East, Houston, Texas, 77033. And they do photos, they do videos, they do uh, film and uh, events. They're using, they, there's a large uh, room uh, uh, for a state, with a stage and everything. Yeah, there's a stage. And that's why we, we're thinking about doing some cool events where we do like live events and we might have an audience come in and we just want to uh we want to expand what we're doing we, we think that uh what we can do with the media block is very exciting so we're happy to be here and uh we what we're this make this spawns the conversation of hiring black like why that's important and how do we go about doing that yeah you know we we know that uh, we generate and and as of 2018 as a black nation of people, blacks throughout the United States, as a nation, within a nation, right. we generate $1.3 trillion out of this economy. Mm. Now, we would like to circulate that dollar um, in our community. And what we mean by that is in our business community. You can't circulate it by spending money with others. Right. Uh, we talk about the larger dominant society, uh, our oppressor. You can't benefit from spending your money with other people who are hiring from their own group. Right. Foreign groups. Now, we, we read out of Mrs. Black Man, Rosanna Black Mama said, follow uh, the example of the Japanese and Chinese. Well, the Asians are in our community. They are establishing businesses. You know, we're familiar with the... Uh, nail salon, the beauty supply, you see. So 
But when we spend money with them, they don't necessarily hire us. Very true. So the benefit in us patronizing black businesses is that we invest in one another. We invest in our community. We provide employment for our community. And we raise the standard of living. Now, what we did was a business-to-business purchase or a agreement, a network. We are an independent media outlet. Right. And we work in, in networking with another black-owned and operated studio. So this is black business-to-black business unity, and that's what we want to draw attention to. It's an enormous amount of potential power there, economically. Now, if we look at our organizations, the Nation of Islam, the NAACP, the Urban League, just to name a few. Right. If these organizations would choose black vendors for all of our needs, uh, say for instance, we have a, a location, a building. That building needs maintenance. You need a contractor. Or you may want to build a building for your uh, organization, your institution. It may be a school, it may be a college. Um, you need to hire, or we suggest hiring a black contractor, a general contractor. And that general contractor hiring black subcontractors. You see? And also, so there's not only there's uh, organizations, there's religious institutions, there's universities. You see, it's institutional uh, hiring of contractors and vendors. And when we talk about vendors, if you think about suppliers, janitorial, for example, we all have restrooms. Right. There's going to be a brown day in the black community <laughs> if the white man stop making toilet paper. Right. So we need to buy our paper goods, our cleaning supplies, you see, we all uh, have that need, and we have that need in our homes, but we all ha have that need in our institutions, in our facilities. And those facilities need to be maintained. They need a fresh coat of paint, maybe interior, exterior. They need janitorial cleaning service. You might be able to sub that out or job it out. Right. Um, the simple things is power washing, window washing. That, well, you might have a fleet of vehicles, say you're a, a, a trucking company, a bus company that's black owned, then you need that maintenance done, the routine maintenance, the oil change, the tire changes, or just washing the detail. So what we're talking about is that it's just like, there are so, we need to create something like a network, is that what you're saying? Yeah. Because I was talking to one of my friends the other day, and he was like, um, he showed me this video where it's these, like, you know, these wealthy, you know, Caucasians, colonizers, if you will. The colonizers. <laughs> they were sitting in the, at a table, and they were saying, well, let's just pick one out of that group. One of them was saying, oh, it's dangerous to let them get information. Let them. And he was like, no, 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 it's not dangerous. We just raise him up, bring him amongst, amongst us, give him our mind, and then he becomes neutralized to his own people. That's right. And then he, when my friend started, he was like, man, it just made me feel like there's no hope. And I was like, well, just like they have a table where they sit around and eat. And we plan. Can, yeah, we can have our table and we can plan. 
we could we could click up or we can support each other and we can have that network to say if I'm doing business, if you have anything that you are in business that I can support that will feed what I'm doing, then we need to create that synergy. Like it should be automatic. That's right. And and, and when you're bringing that up, you made a reference to the movie Black Panther. The second half of this episode is going to be dedicated to the movie review of the Black Panther. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but some of the principles rely on what we're talking about. Independence. And before you can be free physically, you must be free mentally. And what you're talking about is a self-determining mind. Right. So we got to be free, not under anyone else's control, physically or psychologically. But since we have been born in sin and shaping iniquity. We've been born under oppression, descendants of slaves. And along with the conditioning on the slave plantation, many of you may be familiar with the Willie Lynch syndrome or the breaking of an of a African free man and woman and making them into a slave. There was a, a breaking process. It broke, broke us in. Yeah. They stripped us of everything that was African. Our, lang- our language, our name, our identity, our religion, our cultural, uh, our culture, our history, all of that was stripped. And then we were not allowed to uh, be learn to read or learn our uh, language, our mother tongue. You see, that was, we, that was forbidden. It was made illegal for us to even read so, or to be educated. So then we know we know we knew nothing about ourselves, and then they imposed on us their uh, idea or view of us, and they called us niggas. They they made us into something subhuman. The U.S. Constitution classified us as three fifths of a human being, subhuman. Mm. They uh, uh, make jokes and and uh, say that we're part of the ape or monkey family that we are beasts, and we were property. We their property, <laughs> our Negroes, right? We belong to them, or they are our parents, and uh, uh, they have this paternalistic relationship with us where they tell us what's good for us. They tell us what we, what we need, and we are dependent now on them to provide for us our uh, human needs. Mm. And that's when the economics come into play. Because we relying on them for number one, food, right, clothing, shelter, education, and so now we depend, whether on on a white company, or the government, or others to provide for us what God intended for us to provide for ourselves. So when we talk about redistribution of the wealth. That starts with us. When we recirculate those dollars that we generate. Now, we go out if we have a job. Now, we encourage entrepreneurship. We encourage education. Go and get that advanced education beyond high school. We encourage that. Get knowledge, the most honorable Elijah Muhammad said, in order to benefit self. So now, we go get the knowledge. We get experience working on jobs. Right. Because you get experience from doing. So now we have the know-how on how to do something. And we have the theory or the textbook or education uh, knowledge. 
Now we need to have ownership. That's the next progression. Once you have experience and knowledge, now we want to be independent, self-determined. We want to have ownership. And if under slavery, we were laboring under others, we uh, built this nation with our blood, sweat, and tears. So what are the requirements for us to build a reality for ourselves? And that's what the movie uh, uh, Black Panther brings us to, this black government, this black nation. Right. Independent and sovereign. But you can you can chime in in time. No, no. What, 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 what? Well, the outline is on the Google Doc. No, no, no. I'm saying what... What what are you touching on right now? Like what? We just we just telling them that they that we can work together. That's what you're saying. Yeah, the yeah. the process from going from dependency to independence. Yeah, very important because if and also if they are if we continue to be dependent on them, they'll continue to, to do us any way that they that they feel. You know, until you you know when you're in an abusive relationship and it's like a husband and a wife, a lot of times the only reason like the hardest part about leaving that is that if the wife doesn't if if the if the man is the breadwinner, then the woman who's being abused has a harder time leaving because she may be leaving to homelessness. That's right. She may be leaving a nice wealthy home with the circle driveway and a nice car. It's like, man, do I leave all of this? But if she has her own in that situation, it may be a little easier to leave. Or you know what I mean? That's why the women's shelters, uh, battered women's shelters, provide the shelter, provide the housing provide the food and the necessities until that person can get on their feet right. and uh, gain employment and child care and that type of thing. Because the way the family is set up by God is that the father is the provider and the mother is the primary caretaker of the children. That's the way God designed it. Yeah. So then the mother of a child is not just in the family is not just concerned with her own personal well-being, but the well-being of her children. Right. So now, she first of all, she got to uh, secure them and make sure they have a place to rest their head and make sure they have food in their stomach. Yeah. And that they're safe. And uh, us as fathers, as men, and as husbands, we play that role as being the provider in the, and to secure our families. Right. But we cannot function in our role in the family if we're not gainfully employed. Right, right. And so a lot of times if we are unemployed, uneducated, we don't have the skills that that, uh, that we have at our disposal and our resume, then we result to illegal activity. We might result to drug or prostitution or trying to pimp our women, and then we become abusers of our women and our children. Right. Well, just that as an analogy, if if black people were the woman being, like, as an analogy, right. if black people were the woman in that situation, it's like it's like we're living with America, and because we don't have nothing for ourselves to leave with, we can just keep taking this abuse because we're like, well, they do own Walmart, or they do... How we gonna get our food, or right. how we really gonna build freeways, or how we gonna, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, yeah, we gonna leave, but where are we going, or what are we doing? So what we have to start doing is 
uh, it started building stuff by itself, and then we can be like, if we say let's separate, everybody like, yeah, of course, because what we doing over here is much better anyway. Why would we stay here? We have something, but if we ain't got nothing, we'll just keep taking this abuse because it's like. Well, you go right back to that analogy of the plantation, yeah, which was a reality for us. The slaves on the plantation. They was getting food and shelter on the plantation. It wasn't the best food and shelter. They may have lived in a shack or a hut. They didn't have shoes on. They had a burlap sack for clothes, uh, ragged and, and, and clothes. They didn't have the best clothes, but they had something that the slave master gave them in order for them to survive. Right. So the rebellious slaves said, let's run away. Let's escape from this hell. They beat the hell out of us, working us from sun up to sundown. Uh, let's get away from it. What the other slave would say, where are we going? Where we know where, what are we be going? Better than what, yeah, what, <laughs> what, what are we gonna do? How are we gonna survive? Right. You know? So the same thing with the Willow Lynch. Our women are concerned with their children and the survivor, particularly their sons, and they don't wanna upset the white man and cause them to kill or to harm or imprison their son. So they make him a slave. They make him subservient and submissive to the white man. Right. You know, don't 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 rise up, don't upset them, because they're gonna kill you. But what we are doing is surviving in a horrific life existence. Where we are not uh, living our true potential, our God given talents. Living our best life. Do the fear. Do the fear. And in the movie Django, you remember, Django had killed the uh, slave masters. Right. And the brothers was in this 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 carriage, this this jail carriage with a cage. And Django killed a white man and went unlock the cage and let the brothers out. But the brothers was frozen. They was frozen with fear. Mm. You know what we're gonna do? You know where we're gonna go? Since we were we were once free and independent in our own country with our own land, then we was without the white man. We was governing ourselves. We built civilization. Right. But when the white man captured us and broke us from our history and our culture and our God and even knowledge, now we didn't. We after slavery, we had no knowledge and no land, no economic basis. So what we do, we go back to the plantation and we work for uh, wages now, a low wages however, crumbs off the rich man's table instead of us building a reality for ourselves. See, that's what freedom is. Freedom begins with land, but it also, you have to have a free, self-determining mind. What are we going to do? We got to build our own reality. We got to build our own houses. Right? We got to set up our own educational system. You was talking about the ministries last episode. And, you know, while, while we sitting up under the honorable minister Louis Farrakhan in the nation of Islam, there are nine ministries. Right. The tenth being the word of God. Right? That's over all of them. Everything comes from the word of God. So now these ministries are governmental departments. Will we govern in a nation? Why are we building a nation within a nation? Because if you look at the Trump administration and the signs of the time, you know that this 
nation in this empire, white supremacy, is deploded, is in decline. Yeah. The Most Honorable Elijah Muhammad wrote a book called The Fall of America. So America and its government and its, and its currency, the dollar, is prophesied to, to, to decline, to fall, to be destroyed, just like the ancient cities of Babylon. And Rome, in the, in the and, Rome and Egypt and all of these prophetic uh, uh, or biblical uh, stories in religion, these uh, nations. We live in one that's in decline. So what are we going to do? And these are, these are the areas that the building, building blocks are addressing. Yeah. Yeah, it's not impossible. I think people look at it and be like, man, it looks like America is unstoppable, but... It's kind of like the Wizard of Oz. Like it looks more powerful or more stable than it is. Like it's falling. It's like you say, it's imploding. And what we're looking at is not a stable country. Like there's there's a matter of time before this is like the jig is up. You know what I mean? Right. So we should be prepared. Like the you know that the ant the um the grasshopper and the ant. We should be the we should be the ant right yeah, now. So, we should be party. Well, so we what what does the ant do? Or the, or the squirrel or that. You know, those it's some animals, you know that winter is coming. Yeah. So in spring and summer, they are, are, are gathering food and hoarding that food because they want to survive through the winter. Yeah. So you see it in the animal life, uh, in the insect life. So if we as a people are going to be as smart as nature, the, in, the creepy crawling things on the earth, and we prepare for a day of warmth, a great famine is a, a, a coming upon the land, right? Right. Uh, if America dollar collapse because it's not backed by gold, the, the currency is not backed by gold. It's fiat, meaning fake. Hmm. It's just a it's a it's a promissory note that they would give you uh, this value of silver and gold uh, in, in in return on demand, but. America don't have no silver and gold to back it. They only back by the people's confidence in the government, and they losing confidence. Is a Congress as well as the presidency is at an all time low to people's confidence. Mm. So they losing confidence in their government, and as the government collapses, so does the currency of that government. So what are we going to do? Is the question. Are we going to be relying on? Trump is talking about reducing the food stamp program to a box, like from the food bank. They give you a box of canned goods and a big block of cheese or something, maybe powdered milk. You know, I don't what's in the box. But you don't want to be dependent on that box. You want, now, what is what is God and, and his Christ offering you? A promised land. He offers you this, this green land, this this, this land of rivers in, in which the Holy Quran talked about it, uh, in which rivers flow. Right. You know, it's lush, it's, it's uh, fertile. You know, it's producing land. You know, we got to get some producing land that's going to produce the necessities of life. Of course, food, the crops, that we have livestock. And, you know, I, I like the, when they show with Wakanda. They showed the land. You remember the land, you know, the animals, the sheep, the, you know, they had the land. 
in the rivers and all of this nature. Mm-hmm. It was beautiful. They were all on that mountain when they did the challenge. <laughs> but that's that's what Allah God is offering us. If we choose to separate, however, if we if we choose to stay, we're gonna be in this underclass, this second class citizen, uh, poverty, prison, drugs, and this strife, this violence, and even we killing each other, and then uh, the police are killing us, the enemy is killing us, yeah, and then we killing each other. You know, uh, so now, what is the way out? What's the, what is the, uh, Brother Ben X was teaching at the mosque today. Yeah. And he talked about the most honorable black was talking about the clean glass and the dirty glass. And you don't have to condemn the dirty glass. Just put a clean glass up next to it and the people will choose to drink from the clean glass. Right. What we have to do is erect the, uh, show the people the way to prosperity. Right. And that's what the things that we have control over is our spending money, our purchasing power, the things that we do with our talent and our skills. Yeah, and we don't, it, it, sometimes it feels like you, re- so if, us as a people, it seems like we have to wrestle ourselves into doing what other people do naturally, and that's because of what, you know, what happened to us. But uh, we do it, we're doing it over, like I feel like it's happening now, like how, the movie, how we're going to review Black Panther, it just hit a billion. But just from that as an idea, different places in Houston, like I go to, um, what's that coffee shop? Caffeine's Coffee Shop on Alameda. Alameda. I'll go there and it's full of people. Or I'll go to Sunshine's uh, a health food store, the, the vegan restaurant, and it's like, it's full of people there. And I'm like, this is happening. Like, I'm seeing it. Stuff I used to envision when I was little, but it's just like, we're starting to, we're starting to do it, and it's not feeling like it's like artificial. Well, it's not feeling acting. We acting it out. No, no, no. It's not feeling like it's not feeling like we have to be like this is what we're doing. Do it because we, we have to do that with us because we're so backward sometimes that we have yeah. to like convince each other just to support each other. But now we're starting to be kind of like a way of life. Like I'm starting to see people going to these black establishments, and I just to be on the pot, just to point something out that I like that I'm seeing that's good. Is that we're starting to do it kind of like? Well, this 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 is what I like to do right now. I like to do sponsorships because sponsorships is a way that we can start practicing what we preach. And what what do we preach? Black entrepreneurship and also buying black. So now, if we go into sponsorship, the media block, the media block, this new uh, technologically advanced black owned operated media organization that we are now that's now hosting uh, we are broadcasting from we would like they are now uh, sponsoring the business building blocks so now we want you to support the media block go to the website the media block website mediablock.com also you can call the number at uh, 832-649 2289. Again, it's 832-649-2289. And like we talked about, we got podcast studios. We got if there's film studios, they even have a, a green screen. They uh, you can do music videos, films, commercials, 
uh, even uh, YouTube uh, skits and things you want to post on the internet. So there's an enormous amount of opportunity here. They have state-of-the-law art equipment, film, sound, and also editing ability. So look, look up the media block, the media block, and uh, the business building with the media block sponsors and hosts uh, our broadcast, the media block. Also, we'd like to draw your attention to Nation Products, nationproducts.com. Like on and operate. This is a virtual bookstore specializing in children's books. Now, that's going to empower a new generation. And we always talk about the publication, Famous Blacks in America. And this is a word search closing. It was very popular at the convention in Chicago. The same this year's uh, Savings Day convention. Uh, the famous blacks in America. You can get that on nationproducts.com. Also, we introduce our children science, chemistry for children. Uh, look up that publication. We have ladies' recipe book, 19 recipes. You want to get that? Um, there's another publication by Warren F. Crump entitled A Case for Separation. Right. And we talk a lot about A Case for Separation. He was a guest on our show along with uh, our international representative, Mr. Akbar Muhammad. Uh, you want to look at that. Uh, doing business with Africa, uh, separation, and Separation is going to include us being uh, in an independent having land, but also trade, because what makes a nation strong economically is trade. And before America goes to war with a country, physically, they go to war economically with that country by putting sanctions on them. They refuse to trade with them and, and encourage their allies not to trade with that nation. Whole blocks of nations put a blockade on nations and break the economy. This is what happens with Haiti. You know why Haiti is not as prosperous after their independence is because of Europe and America put sanctions on them because they got their freedom. Right. But this is where the other African nations, the free other uh, islands in the uh, Caribbean, uh, Central and South America, and us blacks in America, we need to reach out and, and aid Haiti and do business and do trade with, with, with Haiti and make Haiti powerful. Because they were the first nation in the West to get their independence. And this was during colonialism. The African nation was being colonized by Europe. And Haiti rose up and got their independence. So look up the separation by the case for separation by one I'm going to move on to the final call Because right now, we've been under, the nation of Islam is under attack by the Jews, these Zionist uh, Jews, uh, these uh, uh, synagogue of Satan that's attacking and the nation and black people they have war with us because if they have war with our leadership they have war with our right? so they want to prevent us from hearing the truth that Minister Farrakhan has given us 
the truth about them and how they participated. They were the principal architects of the slave trade and, and slavery. They the one uh, captured us. They financed the, uh, the ships. They insured the ships, right. you see. <laughs> they set up the slave markets. And you know, Wall Street in New York was originally uh, an auction block for slaves. You know, they, they talked about uh, stocks and bonds, livestock and human bondage. That's us. We are the basis of the economy. And, and our suffering, our servitude, our being lynched and uh, earned at the state and labor and work to death, really, from sunup to sundown, and our, our women being raped, and our, our children being molested. Slavery, the horrors of slavery, that's what made this nation economically powerful and politically powerful. And then we turned around and fought in all their wars. So the Jewish controlled media, and they control Hollywood, we'll get to that. Uh, they control the education system. They're influenced. They're attacking. They're under attack. So in order to get an unbiased report uh, about ourselves and our leadership, subscribe to the Final Call newspaper. It's a newspaper that's published by us. And we're not vilified in our own publication. Uh, Mr. Trump is right. They talk about fake news or alternative facts. That because, that's because the government and interest group, corporate interests, Jewish interests, they put propaganda in the media in order to sway your mind. They're after the hearts and minds of the people. You see? Because if they get the mind, the behind will follow. Right? <laughs> so that's the Final Call newspaper. Go to thefinalcall.com. Defending Farrakhan. Finalcall.com. You can also get the digital copy. Finalcalldigital.com. And we don't, we have to say this every episode. The economic blueprint. This is the practical application of the things we talked about. You know, when you say your uh, prayers, you pray that God blesses on earth as it is in heaven. But why do you say on earth as it is in heaven? Because your heaven is made on earth. The land of milk and honey that the children of Israel will prophesy. Let's go after the land and shout out to South Africa under the leadership of the new president. They are proposing to take back the land and resources, 75% of which the whites still own, even after black political rule. Economically, they still control the diamond mines on the resources. So 75% of it is in the hands of whites. So Julius Malema, uh, the leader of the economic freedom fighter, I put pressure on the uh, the government in South Africa to reclaim the land for the rightful homes. The same happened in Zimbabwe under the leadership of President Mugabe, and he was recently forced out of office. But we need to force whites 
off the land in Africa and reclaim the wealth, the resources. And then we need to do something about them enslaving our people in Libya. And in Saudi Arabia and other Arabs that still to this day enslaving blacks. So we need to rise up. We got the African Union and the African troops. Right. What good is the African Union, our unity and our troops, if we're not defending our people from slavery? You know? So we need to uh, unite and rise up and take back the land. And in America, our black brothers and sisters, our indigenous native people, so-called Indians, the Native Americans, let's unite. Let's unite with our Mexican brothers. Half of the United States was taken from Mexico. Mm -hmm. Let us take back the land. Let us take back the land. Right. How? economicblueprint.org the economicblueprint.org and we can get the land to feed ourselves and to free ourselves economically and uh, that's all we only ask them for 5 cents a day 35 cents a week $18.20 a year and we and I'm saying the Nation of Islam includes our brothers and sisters that are Native American that are Indian that are Mexican let us unite. And let's take back the land. And in Africa, let us reclaim our, our uh, gold and our diamonds and our, our oil and all of the resources. And let's give it over to the people. And that's our sponsorship for this week. All right. Y'all make sure y'all go support those businesses and because uh, they are supporting us. They're making this podcast possible. That's right. Is this the time that you want to go into? The long-awaited <laughs> Black Panther. So we, this past weekend, I seen Black Panther for the first time, finally. Because uh, everywhere I go, I'm like, y'all, please don't talk about it. I ain't seen it. You know, yeah. I'm skipping through interviews just in case any, whenever, if anybody mentioned Black Panther because I couldn't, I didn't want to ruin it for myself. But uh, I got a chance to finally watch uh, Black Panther and I loved it. I just want to say that first off. Yeah. I love the movie. I, I love seeing ourselves. In film, there's uh, all-black cast. Right. Uh, most of the main characters, the hero, the, the protagonist, the villain, the plot, everything is us. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, uh, but I believe I got uh, mixed feelings about the movie because in the movie, I'm approaching it not as if I'm against the movie, uh, like a thumbs up, a thumb, thumbs down review. I'm looking at it as what is it in this movie that I can learn from? That may be the storyline, that may be symbolism, uh, uh, may be a conspiracy. And we're going to get in that because there's a major controversy around this movie, particularly about, of course, we talked about a black director, black actors, and those uh, actors being a darker hue, full right. of melanin. We got dark-skinned leading characters, and they haven't been minimized like Hollywood normally do, is minimize the number of melanated or dark-skinned blacks in Hollywood and in entertainment in general. Light-skinned, light, bright, damn near white is being uh, given as a symbol of beauty, and the darker you get is a symbol of ugly. And that was a, a caste system that was under white supremacy. 
that divided us on the plantation. The white man go in and rape us, so some of us come out lighter than others, and uh, we uh, all are different shades, even in the same family. We are different shades, and then that creates conflict among us when we begin to start uh, oppressing ourselves or one another. We applaud the fact that our people are cherished. We got leading uh, beauty, the female interests. They are uh, dark. My mother's dark-skinned. And my father was a, a light-skinned salt pepper couple. You know, <laughs> right. He was he was Indian, a uh, half Indian, they would say, a Native American uh, and black. Um, but he original. See, they are original people. We talked about earlier, they're part of this nation. Two million Indians. Yeah. yeah. And another thing I noticed, I, I remember learning from slavery, is that when they were at war with the Indians, the Indians were not slaves. But if they wanted more slaves, when they captured them, particularly, yeah. particularly the women, they killed a male and spat a female. The female is the booty. And then most of the African slaves that they brought off, most of the slaves were male. So they would make the male African with the female Indian and produce what? More slaves. Right? So we are... Uh, Black and Indian, you know. But uh, that's why we need to unite it and recapture the land. But going back to the movie, you you would like to start uh, with the setting, uh, what you gained from it? Uh, oh, the setting of the movie? Well, I walked in, I missed the first like minute, but I don't know I don't know what I missed at the beginning. But right, right when I walked in, there was like a waterfall, and it was right when they did the, the, the challenge. Mm -hmm. So he... But just seeing that, and they were riding on these boats and stuff like that. So it was just the movie in general, just beautifully shot. Like, like it was beautifully shot. The way they, the way they paired the nature in with this advanced technology too. That's what I like seeing too. Like it was very natural, but then it was very advanced. You know what I mean? So that was very inspiring because it was like almost like holistic and innovative at the same time, which you don't get. But let's get down to the nitty-gritty, the plot, the conflict of the movie. What you miss, in the beginning, of course, Wakanda is in Central Africa. And really, it's symbolic of Africa in general. And then what, what you missed was one of the uh, princes, the, the king's sons, went to America. And in America... He was like undercover, like a spy sent to America. But he ended up meeting a black American woman and having a son. Okay, when he met us and found us in the condition we was in, he identified with our plight. Wakanda was rich, and they had the technological advances. But in America, the blacks are suffering, right? So he identified with our cause, and he became a revolutionary. And they had this uh, vibranium, which was a metal resource, in Wakanda. And it was a superior metal that would make superior weapons. And that superior weapon would allow them to dominate the rest of the nations on Earth. But who needed it most? Us who was in bondage in America, in this contemporary America. That I means this America now. 
they in California, Compton, where, where, where were they in? Uh, Brooklyn, it was like New York. No, no, it was it was it was in California. Oh, okay. It was. Uh, they didn't have a part where they was in New York too. I'm not sure. Nah, okay, okay. It was one of the uh, cities in California, but at, at, at any rate, it's America mm-hmm. and it's urban America, and 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 um, but the king did not want. They wanted to keep Wakanda isolated. They didn't want to get involved in the uh, Pan-African struggle, uh, this broader struggle with other nations against the worldwide oppressor. They just wanted to maintain their country and their society. So Takala, I think his name was, Takala was the prince that became that became king of the panther once his father died, Takala. And then over in America was Killmonger, and he was the son of the the prince that, that is, okay, the conflict was, his son came over, and the, the, one brother came over to meet the other brother in the spaceship, and uh, the brother wanted to fight for the American uh, cause, and uh, he said no, and then he, the one, the, the son, the prince that was in America pulled a weapon on the the king, his brother, that was his brother. And uh, he ended up, the king ended up killing him, the panther, killed his own brother. But his brother had a son. So in the ritual that you're seeing, they were contesting for the throne because it was time to make a new king or a new panther. And 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 Wakanda was made up of five tribes. So any leader from any of those five tribes can contest for the throne. Mm-hmm. And this brother from America, the lost brother, Keobunga, the look, he represent us. And the Takala represent the African nations of the African kingdoms of leadership, the presidents of the leadership of Africa. Now I'm gonna share this with the audience. I see our teachings and our our theology in this movie because in the nation of Islam uh, we are aware of UFOs we are aware of the superior technology that's brought being brought in by Master Fraud Muhammad who built under his leadership built these what you call UFOs we call them IFOs identified flying objects he built the wheels and uh, the mother wheel, you know, that Independence Day and Star Wars and all these other movies are emulating, and even uh, back Black Panthers emulating, uh, imitating this technology that that's a reality. It's a new society that's hidden. They said in plain sight, is hidden from this world, a higher technology, and they do have these what you call flying saucers, the UFOs. And these, uh, this technology backs Minister America. Just, just to make that plain. You'll learn more about it if you study the teachings of the nation of Islam. But also, the whole business about us being independent and free. So, you know, we've been here 400 years, the lost people in America. So, uh, they was just showing one generation, but it's been uh, many generations that's been lost in America. 
and we've been spread out around the diaspora. That's where Pan-Africanism come from. So that, that was the plot and conflict of the movie uh, because Killmonger wanted to get the throne in order to go back and free blacks and oppress people all over the world. Right. And that's our cause. That's our mission. To go around and oppress people? No, no, no. Oh. Killmonger. Uh-huh. Now, he got his experience. Mm-hmm. He was made in America, right? Yeah. He fought in America's military. All of them, them little tats he had all over his body, his back, his kill list. He had trophies all on his, marked on his body because he was a killer. But they said that he was a, 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 a killing machine, like a whoremonger. He's a killmonger. But he was killing for his enemy. He was killing for the white man. Right. And they had this uh, CIA character that befriended our African leader in Wakanda. Well, the CIA and the Mossad, the Israeli Mossad, and the CIA, they're involved in these secret wars in Africa and the Middle East and other nations. And they're uh, in Africa under the U.S. command called the African Command. They got an African command uh, in, in uh, the U.S. US military. Um, and they have military bases throughout Africa. So in there, Killmonger say you got spies in every nation, all the, the white men. The U.S. have spies in every nation. And he said, I learned from my enemy. So now we must fight them in every nation in America. Yeah. So we sent out our spies, and we armed them with this vibranium. Yeah. He also said, like you said, that he was killing for the white man. He said that he was killing Africans, too. He's like, I was even in Africa killing my own people just to kill you. Yeah, he mentioned Afghanistan. Yeah. So he's killing Muslims. He's killing blacks. But that was like a little shot to like, it seemed like they was saying stuff like, they were saying it in the movie, but, it, you know, showing people that America do that. Yeah. America is all over the world killing people. But look, <laughs> when, they, when they was asking, who is this man? The, 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 the white character that played the character as the CIA operative. Right. He say, and one brother say, no, he's Wakanda. And then the white CIA agent said, no, he's one of ours. Now listen to his language. When he said, he didn't say he's one of us. He said he's one of ours. Ours meaning he possess him. He's a slave master, right? He's one of our niggas. We made the nigga in America. The nigga's got a USDA stamp on his label. He was made in America. He's, he, we, we own him. We made him. You know, we took out his mind like a get out. And they put out a white mind, a white thinking in him. So he bark when the white man say bark. And he bite when the white man say bite. So he say sick him on the North Koreans. Sick him on the Vietnamese. Sick him on the Afghanistan, sick him on the Iraqis, right. or sick him on his own people. You see the police? Some of these, all of these police killing blacks is not just white police killing blacks. Some of blacks kill Freddie Gray. So if you got that brainwashed slave mentality, you start becoming a genocide against your own people and yourself. All this was spoken about in the in the movie mm-hmm. Panther, right? So 
we know who Killmonger uh, represented it. And also, but they talked about this science and technology, this superior science and technology. And this young lady represented STEM, you know, science and technology. And the women here, the women were warriors in the movie. Mm -hmm. You seen that when the uh, when when the first challenge when he when the dude from the Jabari uh, tribe was trying to challenge him, and then his side had. I guess like four men, but his side had four women. The Wakanda side, and yeah, I thought that was interesting. It's elite what was guard. That the, the Kings, the Panthers, elite guard was a was a regiment of women. One of his generals was a woman. Yeah. In the Nation of Islam, we have male members of our military and female. Everybody's in the military. You know who that general reminded me of in the, in the nation? Uh. You know, Sister Ava. Yeah, yeah, Sister Ava. Sister Ava. <laughs> I was like, oh, okay. Sister Ava is definitely a soldier. <laughs> yeah, but she's not the only. All of our sisters, uh, everybody, even our babies, our children, everybody's a part of the army. Right. We all militant, and it's going to require that that we have to fight for ourselves. And in the movie, they was talking about this war, Killmonger. Go get the weapons. They was, you know, posse up, tool up. You know, like in the wire. Go tool up, you know, we getting ready to go to battle with this beast worldwide. This is this is a worldwide struggle. Now, when we talk about who are the sponsors, Disney, uh, Marvel, not Black Arm. So, and it, uh, Panther has reached over a billion dollars in the box office, over a billion. And it, it, it makes me think that it's the new birth of a nation. You know, the first movie that was made by Hollywood was entitled The Birth of a Nation. Not the Nat Turner black movie, but the white movie. And black, the whites was made up in blackface. It was a, a silent movie. But it was about blacks rising up in America, and the Klan was putting us down. It was a recruitment tool for the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah, it became the number one recruitment tool of, of the Ku Klux Klan. That showed that Hollywood is controlled by Jews, set up by Jews, but they vilify us and make a character of, of us. And they are the ones that, that have set up these white supremacist groups. You got the Jew and the Gentile. The Jew is ruling, is pulling the strings of the Gentile. Mm. And uh, that's why a lot of white supremacist groups is trying to break that control that the Jews have over whites in general. But when we talk about Jews and Gentiles, the satanic Jews, we talked about the ones that um, the Zionists, the people that rule the Illuminati. They rule uh, these powerful, the monetary system and that type of thing. Not powerless people that are just worshiping the faith of Judaism. So what do you mean by when you say that this is the new birth of a nation? Because what they feared in that original birth of a nation is that's what this one is. Blacks rising up and ruling. But since Disney, which is controlled by the Illuminati and these uh, white supremacists, they inject their idea like a good get out. They put their idea in our brains that go with the old leadership of Africa and abandon the blacks in America in the diaspora 
you see. Do not take on that fight. Let's preserve our culture, our traditions, and let's remain isolated. But you notice they call the white man a colonizer. The white man colonized all the African nations except for Ethiopia. And so that means they were enslaved. The whole country was enslaved. And we were enslaved under the transatlantic slave trade. Right. So we do have a common enemy and a common oppressor. Which made me think, I, I get that Wakanda represents Africa, but they didn't, I don't think they had the military power to come save us. They don't even have the power, they didn't even have the power to save themselves. So it made me think, who, it, it represents, I guess it could represent that, and it does, and, and uh, it does, but I don't think they, I don't think Africa had the naval power, the Air Force power to come across the ocean and save us at any now, point you, you know that the whites are the true minority in the world. And in Africa, it's clear, it was the minority ruling the majority. In America, and what you see in America is the majority rule. But what you've seen in apartheid in Africa was the minority rule. So when you say the Africans didn't have power to save us, they had potential power. They had all of the mineral resources at their disposal, uh, earthly uh, resources. Right. And they had to, they outnumbered, we outnumbered the white man uh, four to one. And it's growing because their population is zero percent, uh, and and uh, so we overwhelmingly outnumber them, but divide and conquer. The reason uh, we couldn't, they couldn't save us because they was too busy, busy fighting each other. Yeah. And what happens today? Our weakness is our disunity, and our strength is our unity. Our strongest weapon, according to the most unobliged Muhammad which is more powerful than an atomic or nuclear bomb, is our unity. If we were to unite, then we would overcome the oppressor. And we would get, if, you know, in Africa, there may be bloodshed necessary to take back the land. If the whites just don't pack up and leave, they outnumber, and our people are waking up to take back their land that they stole. And they stole it by the gun. I mean, they came in with the military, and they killed, raped, and pillaged for the the, the conquest of Africa. And they even killed the the, the, the animals, and the, they destroyed the land. Just like the, the toxic to the land here, what they did to the Indians, try to commit genocide against the Indians, and they pollute the land, the water, the air. Mm -hmm. So do we have the power to be free? And I say we do. And I think it's not the metal, the brainier, brainium. Vibranium. Vibranium. That's your brain. Yeah. It's knowledge. My wife told me this. Your mother. Oh, that's I gotta give her. She said <laughs> she said the real it's mama bars. The real uh, power is not in the metal. The real power is in the knowledge. I felt that when when his sister was getting all excited when the white man was like, uh, well, how did you get that train like that? And she was like, oh, I figured out how to do it. And she was like, uh, and it was like all out of her mind. Because in reality, that metal is just metal if we don't 
use our minds to mold it and what we need. They were talking about they sew it into their clothes. They doing all this other stuff, and it's like it's like we have the knowledge, which which is which could be thought of as that vibranium, but it's not gonna be it's not gonna be of use to us until we start sewing it into our fabric of our and, life. I think, and, like, and that's what I would like to share with you, is that the new knowledge is not coming from the east, and that's where the the, the the movie is misleading. According to the prophecy, the son of Islam will rise in the West. The light, the new Islam, or the new knowledge, is coming from the West and is shining back to the East. Well, you can see that in influence anyway. Any anything we doing over here, they doing everywhere else in the world. So we, however we, we move, they move, and it's just gonna keep going that way until you know what I mean. So yeah. you can see it. It's not even like you got to, you know. Yeah, we, we, we got the swag. We got the talent. <laughs> but we have the, we have the knowledge, the theology, the right. word of revelation coming from Almighty God. And it's going to go back and lead the whole world by our example. And so it's not manned out of some mountain. The mountain is here in the West. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, is a, is a, is this nation, it started off as a, like small as a mustard seed. But as it grows, it grows from a small stone into a great mountain. Because we are growing, this nation is growing into a big mountain. And we're going to go back, and most honorable Elijah Muhammad say, we're not going back to follow Africa. We're going to lead Africa, like Killmonger was going. But Minister Farrakhan say he's not a president. He's a supreme ruler in the West. He make president. He's over nations. You see, mm-hmm. we're talking about a whole new empire with no end. It's not really relegated to a land. The whole earth belongs to us. The whole universe is ours. So we claim not just Africa or America or a state in America. The righteous, the earth belongs to the righteous. And when God made man, he made him to subdue the earth and every creeping and crawling thing upon the earth. Right. So it was a mythical place, this Wakanda, but is uh, synonymous to me to the hereafter. Here, what do you mean by hereafter? Here on earth, after the destruction of the people that's in power now, the wicked oppressors to rule us, to govern us, when their power is broken, you know, every, the, 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 uh, Who's coming at the end of the world? Christ comes. And uh, he's coming uh, to set down every tyrant and ruler. The Makdi. He's going to break the cross and kill the swine. He's going to set down every tyrant and ruler on earth. Not just in America. So, you know, this has biblical implications too. And there's a lot of, uh, I know a lot of people that study uh, Egyptology or Kemet, uh, the 
panther here, you see that cat. That's a god. That's a a, a, a comedic god. If you read here, uh, uh, hieroglyphs, mm -hmm. and it's a female entity, the the black panther. And you know they brainwashed us. They said whenever you see a black cat, that's bad luck. What's well, bad luck for the devil? Is it's bad luck for our enemy? Right. Because that's a symbol of our royalty, our rise, our divinity. You know, if we knew that ancient religion and that ancient culture, because even in, in uh, Egyptian uh, uh, history and theology, the pyramid is a tomb for a king, right? And he was supposed to rise in the afterlife. It's a prophecy of us. Mm. And why is America, why do America use Egyptian symbol, symbolism on their seal of the government or the dollar bill? Uh, uh, even Washington, D.C., a lot of the monuments and the way Washington, D.C. is laid out is based on masonry, which is based on Egyptology. Because there's a king buried in America. America itself is a tomb. And we are the raw people buried here that's supposed to rise in the afterlife. You know, so I don't want to dominate the discussion, but uh, this is what some of the things that I've seen in the movie Wakanda. In the movie I mean, Black, Panther. Black Panther. And Wakanda being a symbolic, yeah, symbol, a symbol of the hereafter. And I wonder where they're going with the, because you know it's going to be a sequel. So it's always like, like we don't know what's going to happen. They might fight the whole world. You never, they probably won't do that. But, and and I, I thought about that too. When people were saying that they, that they was trying to implant the idea that they should fight the whole world or that they shouldn't fight the whole world. I look at the nation, we kind of have the ability to go to war kind of with the police or something. If we had, like if we, you know. But because I seen, but we don't do that because it's like it's not the time to do that. So I was wondering, in Wakanda, was it just not the time, or were they never gonna do it? But I think I think it felt to me that they was implying that there would be a time when they would do that. At the end of the movie, they gave an indication that Killmonger, that Takala, the Panther that mm -hmm. survived, yeah, he he had he had been persuaded by Killmonger, mm -hmm. and he came to America and he was setting up. Uh, Institutions to to show them the, to, to bring yeah. them the knowledge of science and technology and have a cultural exchange, and eventually that will lead to this worldwide revolution. Because we always talk about that it's not going to be with the sword; that it's going to be with ideas, and, and right. that's what they did at the end. He was like, "Let's teach them what we know," and that's kind of what we do with our with our people here. Is not necessarily with the sword or with the with the weapons of our brain and stuff. It's with stuff like it's you know with the, with the word the lamb spoken of in the scripture, had a tongue like a sword. You know, right. The tongue is made like a sword, and it was a two-edged sword. So maybe Killmonger wasn't, that's not, that's not our plan anyway. Well, not, not, not at the moment. So that's why I was thinking, when he was doing it, it reminded me of somebody else in our history that wanted to go to war too early. And it wasn't that time. Malcolm X. Yeah. So it wasn't that time. So Killmonger kind of that I saw that parallel too. I was yeah. like, oh, he yeah. wanted to go to war too. So I, I, I you, you you could say uh, uh, Malcolm X and 
and more recently in our time, Dr. Collett. Yeah, it was like, let's go. But I happened to be uh, with Dr. Collett at the Million Man March the day before the Million Man March. They had a uh, uh, like a Pan African uh, uh, conference, right? Where uh, Dr. Collett and Brother Cornell spoke to all these uh, nationalist groups, and they wanted to go to war right then in 1995 and us seize power. But Minister Farrakhan's strategy is for us to go back and rebuild our homes and our communities, you know, self-improvement. Yeah, we got to... Self-improvement, self-development. You know, we got to educate and elevate ourselves. Start loving each other. Stop molesting our children. You know, adopt children. You know, make our own communities a decent place to live. Yeah, because we ain't even built the Wakanda to go to war yet. So we got to, if we can build ourselves into a, what's his name, Takala and stuff like that, we got to build our, I love seeing that too, those. And something else I saw was that they they were one nation, but they all wore different cloths. They all wore different masks. They all wore different tribes. And it made me think of like the conscious community. It was a lot of things that made me think of, like all the people it made. You go to Kwanzaa. You, you got the you got the you got the Christian community. You yeah. got the Israel, Israel Hebrew Israelites. Israel, Hebrew Israelites. You got the nationalist organization. You got the atheists. The Black Panthers. You got the uh, mm-hmm. Black Panthers. Yeah. You got the uh, the vegetarians. Uh, yeah. So the vegans. The vegans. Stuff. Everybody. And it, and uh, it, and it made me think that it was like okay, this is showing like cooperation, even though they're all different. You know, some more blue, some more that, some more. And, and like the games, you know, somewhere red, somewhere blue, somewhere. Yeah. But we all want nation. Exactly. We all want people under God. You know, Marcus Garvey said, uh, one aim, one God, one people. Uh, and we are a people under God, you know. So we come towards Our different, oh, we got to go. Yeah, yeah, we're coming towards the end of the uh, episode, but. Man, Black Panther, it, it definitely changed my life. Shout out to Kendrick and them on the music side. Yeah. Kendrick for doing that album and, and coordinating all those artists. I was listening to that during the movie, too. So that was another aspect that we didn't really touch on. But that that album is amazing. And uh, shout out to everybody that worked on that. Right. But, um, and also, we, we defended Mr. Farrakhan. There's a, there's a social media movement right now. I'm with Farrakhan. Defending Farrakhan. So, uh, support Minister Farrakhan, Nation of Islam. Go to NOI.org. Get uh, information about the Nation of Islam from the Nation of Islam, not from under these uh, Jewish outlets, these uh, fake media outlets. Go to the source to learn about us. And also, uh, get involved in the fight. You know, it's going to be a fight of ideas. Cold War. And then when they put hands on us, it's going to get hot real quick. Mm-hmm. But our God is fighting our battles. Just watch the weather. Our God is plaguing America. And as she, uh, as God plagues America, they're going to lose the land because it's going to destroy their crops and their livestock. When God chooses the people, he blessed their land, he blessed the fruit of their womb, and he blessed their livestock. But when he curses the people, he cursed their land, he cursed their livestock, and he cursed the fruit of their womb. 
So all we got to do is love our women, love our children, and reproduce. Mm. And go subdue this land and cultivate it. And go into business. Let's circulate our dollars. We're not asking you to commit no bodily harm against anybody. Just defend yourself and your people and your community. And let's fall in love with one another. And uh, before we go, it's right at 2 o'clock, subscribe to the Business Building Blocks podcast on the platform, uh, soundcloud.com, or the app if you're on the Apple. If you have an iPhone, you have the podcast app. It's already on your phone. It's purple. You can go there and subscribe to the Business Building Blocks. You can also, uh, the brother said, go to NOI.org. Please do that also. Um, you can uh, subscribe to our YouTube. Right now, we're live on on Facebook. We are also streaming live on uh, YouTube, on YouTube, which is capabilities that we were uh, afforded by the media block. The media block. As Shout we out. To, yeah, we could. Yeah, we working with our people now. We can do more things. If you have a business and you want to, yeah, shout out to the media block. And go follow them on Instagram. Follow them on Instagram. And, and um, Facebook. And if you want to, if you have a business and you're not in Houston, we can now stream live with you. We're working on that. We're going to be able to bring you in on, uh, see these TVs in here in the studio. We can bring you in on Skype or we can bring you in and uh, do it live right there. So you don't necessarily have to be in the studio. So let us know. We want to promote your business. We want you to come on here and tell your story so that other people that want to follow you in your footsteps can do that. Any other? Yeah, I, I'm going to give my number out if you want to be a sponsor or if you want to be a guest on the Business Building Blocks. You can reach John Muhammad at 832-258-3061. Again, it's 832-258-3061. Call or text me. And let's get the business building this Business and building this new world. Oh, one last announcement. I'm going to be in Santa Ana, California at the 4th Street Market performing with, uh, I met one of the brothers at the Hip Hop Detox name, Eliza Prentice. Y'all may know him as Brother Vincent Muhammad out of uh, Orange County, Los Angeles, uh, Mosque. And uh, I'm going to be out there performing with him. So if y'all out there, come out. And uh, we're going to have a great show. Thank you for having me, brother. And I'll see you next time. You have the blocks. I get to build it. This is the business.